All right. Good evening, Facebook friends. Another great evening. I've decided to uh, dig into my uh, one of my favorite books, The Winning Attitude, uh, Your Key to Personal Success. Uh, while I'm waiting for people to come on and just share a few things that I found in here, because I always find this book is fascinating, packed with great stuff. Let's listen to the difference between high achievers and those who aren't. It says, high achievers tended to care about people as well as profits. Low achievers were preoccupied with their own security. Higher achievers viewed subordinates optimistically. Low achievers showed a basic distrust of subordinates' abilities. High achievers sought advice for their subordinates. Low achievers didn't. And then high achievers were listeners. Low achievers avoided communication and relied on policy manuals. It's more about that in the communication chapter, um, which we'll get to another time. And then I found another piece here. Let's see. Okay. I put too, the problem is I put too many tabs, right? <laughs> so I can't keep up with my tabs. Uh, I saw something on, what is it, 153? Here it is. This is good, too. Talk about eliminate these words completely and then make these words a part of your vocabulary. Instead of saying, I can't, you should say, I can. Instead of saying if, you should use I will. Instead of saying doubt, you should use expect the best. Instead of saying I don't think, you should say I know. Instead of saying I don't have the time, you should say I will make the time. Instead of saying maybe, say positively. Instead of saying, I'm afraid of, say, I am confident. Instead of saying, I don't believe, say, I do believe. Minimize the use of the I and promote the word of you. You are important. You mean a world to me. It's impossible. Eliminate the words, it's impossible. And use the term, God is able that's excellent then there was one more poem uh, that i wanted to share let's see if i can find the poem here it is here it is no wasn't it it's back further okay Here's a poem that I think I shared once before, but I think it's a good enough poem to, to share again because it kind of brings home the point. This is by Edgar A. Guess. It says, somebody said that it couldn't be done, but he, with a chuckle, replied that maybe it couldn't, but he would be one who wouldn't say no till he tried. So he buckled right in with a trace of a grin on his face 
If he worried, he hid it. He started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done, and he did it. Somebody scoffed, oh, you'll never do that. At least no one ever has done it. But he took off his coat and took off his hat, and the first thing he knew, he'd begun it. With the lift of his chin and a bit of a grin, without any doubting or quit it, he started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done, and he did it. There are thousands to tell you it cannot be done. There are thousands to prophesy failure. There are thousands to point out to you, one by one, the dangers that wait to assail you. But just chuckle right in with a bit of a grin, then take off your coat and go to it. Just start in to sing as you tackle the thing that cannot be done, and you'll do it. So let's do it. I see Sean out there. Hey, brother. Good to see you. So yesterday we were talking about thinking, and um, some of the questions at the end was uh, that I started to look at is, do you have a system for capturing your ideas? And then if yes, how well is it working for you? If not, what could you do to begin recording your ideas so you don't lose them? Uh, we were talking about being good thinkers yesterday. We were talking about ideas come in and they're not complete. And it's important to write the ideas down and then to really spend some time developing those ideas. If they're good ideas, if they're not good ideas, then, you know, there's no need to spend time uh, developing those. But uh, that was yesterday. Um, uh, who are the people you bring to the table to improve your ideas and how well are they helping you? I can think of um, um, uh, the mentors like uh, Christian Simpson, part of the John Maxwell team, uh, very, very sharp individual and uh, very, very insightful and very helpful. It's because of him I'm here now talking to you. Um, yeah, great guy. And then do you have a greater bias toward action or toward thinking what would happen if you were able to harness both action versus thinking is right in line with thinking versus doing um, you can become a great intellect but until you implement those things into action uh, you're not really going to succeed excuse me <laughs> Right. Here's a note here. It says, the difference between average thinkers and good thinkers is like the difference between ice cubes and icebergs. Ice cubes are small and short-lived. Icebergs are huge, and there is much more to them than meets the eye. Their capacity is enormous. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, so I was in the chapter on people capacity, and I remember reading uh, reading up uh, on a, a subject they call real, which is relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership, a uh, subject uh, that's within the uh, curriculum that I was studying for John Maxwell. Uh, but under the relationships, uh, it really has some good points that I wanted to point out in there. 
And um, this is says, rule of five. Love and accept yourself. The first thing, in order for you to love anybody, you've got to love yourself. <laughs> Number two, put energy into being likable. We call that charisma, putting energy into being likable. And then remember, remember people's names. That's a big one that, you know, a lot of times names elude uh, uh, us. We've got to focus when we hear someone's name and then think of ways, creative ways to remember those names. So that when we met, because what's more important than someone than their name, you can name them by name. Um, it means a lot to them. Then focus on their interest and not yours. <laughs> we always want people to know what we want to know, but we should focus. And, and I've always found that I've, I've always been interested in people and talk to them about what's going on in their life and, uh, and, and listen sincerely and be able to ask questions. And then next time you see them, you know, those thoughts, I, I can remember a guy, um, at church this morning, I uh, continuing thing um, with um, a challenge with his daughter, and I, I always am, am caught up, and I'm always concerned and want to hear more about the good and sometimes the bad. The things don't always work out, and then request help from from others. Every person has a key to their life. I always tell my kids, uh, you start off life dependent as a baby and then you become independent as a teenager then you come codependent each of us needs each of us everyone needs someone or each of us needs all of us and all of us needs each of us uh we're never alone so um yeah so that's uh that's a thought then add value to people you don't know add value to people you don't know you know see that person and see how you can add value to others there's always something that you can say or do they always talk about a kind touch or a kind word it always makes a difference with someone um there's another piece i highlighted here just a second it's one page back and it, it's interesting because this book is very consistent within the past because i've heard these things before yeah, one of the things that uh, John talked about that his father told him a long time ago, and this is consistent because I found this in previous books of his, he said that every day intentionally value people, believe in people, and unconditionally love them. Uh, that's good stuff. Unconditionally love them, which is great because a lot of times uh, I always think about being at the cashier's desk when you're on your way out the store and if the cashier's rude or something to unconditionally love them and not be rude back because here's here's the truth about us people <laughs> a lot of times the problem is not um everyone has problems but a lot of times when people lash out and this happens at work too when people lash out and they and they're they're awfully abrupt abrupt with you, more likely than not, or if it's a customer, you know, calling on the phone and you pick up the phone, more often than not, 
there's something else going on in their life. And what I say is we need to raise ourselves to a spiritual level so that we are uh, we are approaching it from a spiritual standpoint. And this is what you can say to yourself. There's something else going on in their life right now. And they're lashing out at me as an outlet. But that's not the source of the problem. So sometimes people need that time to vent and let them vent, you know. And then after they get that out, you know, you ask a question, hey, you know, was it rough at home? Or a question comes up and you ask a question and they say, well, yeah, my my dog died yesterday or, you know, um, I had an argument. And yes, I was on the couch last night. I'm just talking about it. I wasn't on the couch. You say, yeah, I had an argument. I'm on the couch. I was on the couch last night, and it just wasn't comfortable. And then the dog, like, uh, licking my foot or something, so I couldn't sleep all night. Something like that. I know it's kind of strange, but that's kind of the thought that came to my mind. So those kind, of, those are the kind of things that um, um, when we talk about unconditionally loving people, when people are upset, it's probably because there are other things, factors that we're not aware of that, that that they're lashing out. We're just the the butt end of that. And yes, in the flesh, the thing is that hey, that's not you know whatever your problem is, it's not mine. Type of attitude. Um, that well, one, it's not Christian like, and we shouldn't we shouldn't do that. So what we should do is really try and find the root. And once you do that, then the, the, the person that lashed out just feels uh, so much closer to you, even if they just met you, that you took the time to listen and to hear what they had to say. And sometimes you could probably help, sometimes you can't. Uh, but nine on 10 times when something, someone gives you the rough, uh, the rough treatment, something happened to them that has nothing to do with your interaction with them, but it has something to do with something that happened to them in the past. So that's good to know. Uh, communicating is adding value to people, not about adding value to yourself. It's critical. Uh, and and we're, we're going to take it a step further. It's not even called communicating, it's connecting. When we connect with others, uh we're actually going going into their side and seeing things from their perspective and empathizing with them and then from that empathy we truly connect with them and connection is critical um the other thing i mentioned let me grab my paper here i wrote some notes we talk about thinking um i was in this challenge and I wrote a note because I'm gonna I'm gonna write a post as well. And I talked about the road from zero to one million dollars in income in a 12 month period it begins with the 30 day challenge. Um, and the 30 day challenge costs hundred dollars. And you say, well, what does that have to do with? Well, it's kind of uh, part of what what I'm doing. Uh, the 30 day challenge uh, has to do with a uh, there's two types of marketing there's brand marketing which is good for big companies but what they have discovered over the last few years is a direct marketing concept now listen 
closely is two things. If you've got something that you, you, you are selling online of your product, uh, by using uh, this uh, one funnel away challenge, you can 10 times the amount of sales that you get. Now, if someone that doesn't have a product, there's also something there um, where you can actually generate uh, up to a million dollars too, and that is called um, affiliate marketing. That is being able to um, get a little piece of promoting other people's products. So the question is how you do that, and that's where the one funnel away challenge is. Now, I'll say a couple of things about that because these always come up, and it came up with me when I heard about it. Number one, uh, we're talking about doing things ethical. And number two, we're talking about, we're not talking about a, a um, get-rich-quick scheme. Number one, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. Two, it's very ethical. And, and three, it's revolutionizing the way people market uh, today. And yes, uh, if it was like only two or three people or 20 or 30 people that uh, became millionaires in a 12-month period after going through the challenge and learning the process, I'd say, yeah, okay, they were lucky. But we're talking about uh, those, I, I wasn't there at the, uh, the conference, but those that went across stage, 246 people did it in the last 12 months. So it's not something that you can't do. It's something that you can do. Um, so, you know, what's the invest, what is the investment of $100 to you um, to at least think about it for $100 to, to, to uh, run the challenge uh, with the opportunity to generate a million dollars. Let's say you missed it. You didn't do it. So you made a half a million dollars. I mean, would you have done that in your current position if you <laughs> if you just continued down the path you're on and didn't do anything different, would you still make a half a million? Or let's say you're really bad. Let's let's dumb it down. So you only made um half of that, two hundred and fifty thousand in a twelve month period. Are you going to cry and uh, scream that you didn't make the million? Or let's even dumb it down even one more time. Let's take it to one-tenth that. What if you made 100000 by using the concept uh, from the uh, the 30-day uh, challenge? It's still, I think a lot of times, it's still worth the challenge. But here's the other part of that. As I was going through this challenge, I, I, one of the things I do in my current job is I've, I've so I became an expert with a particular software but one of the challenges I found was navigating through um, and having the support uh, through the software the software is very intuitive and uh, somewhat easy to manipulate but as usual something new uh, sometimes it's a little challenging to do that so my my offer to you is to be able to create a um, Facebook group to support those um, who need it in the challenge. Because here's here's the thing: um, I'm good on the mechanics, but it's all about the uh, marketing and 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 creativity and ideas. And a lot of people are a lot smarter than I am on the creativity side and the ideas. 
but I can always help you express those ideas from a technical standpoint using the system that has been put in place, which is very, very um, easy to use. Once you understand it, there's a few quirks here and there as with any software, but that's my challenge to you. Um, so I'll put, I'll put my, um, I'll put my ploy for that, um, my ploy, put my uh, offer for that um, after, after the talk here. But yeah, uh, is it worth $100? Uh, the challenge starts again on March 25th. Uh, it's called the One Funnel Away Challenge. Um, but it, it really deals with a, some, uh, we'll say some uh, new marketing ideas in which they've tweaked and developed over the last 10 years. And now um, that it's caught on, um, some people, like I said, are better at marketing than others. And I'm not necessarily the best marketer, but, you know, I understand the concepts and how to put those things together. I can help you do it. Um, and uh, give you that opportunity at the same time. All right, I think that's about that's about all I've got. So I'll go ahead and put and put the. Uh, I was going to create my own uh, thought on that, uh, but I'll just put the uh, the affiliate link that I have that uh, will take you to the site, and you can uh, read it. And you know, you've got 15 days. You decide to get in it, uh, jump in. If not, then you know, you continue on. But if we, we continue to do what we always done, we'll always get what we've always got. Sometimes you got to step out. And $400 is a great deal. Um, I almost wonder how they how they do that sometimes. Uh, Russell Brunson and his group. But it's an excellent opportunity. And that's pretty much all I got this evening. So I'll put that in directly. Uh, also, I'll put in my link again my book like i said there's a lot of great stuff in there um for you to um for you to use personally and then if you uh talk to groups or talk to um uh, you have a team there's some great tools that i have within that book of mine uh, positive thoughts um as a matter of fact i'll put out there if someone has a um i'm thinking maybe my cover doesn't really do it justice and if someone's got some graphic skills and wants to uh, help me out with that with the cover that I have currently then I'd, I'd love that because that that wasn't my uh, greatest but uh, as it says in the book we want to be people of action not just thinkers but doers and that's what I've done I see Ben I see Ben and Myra good to see you guys online too and for all those who uh, listen to this later yeah, it's a great challenge, um, and it doesn't start till March 25th. So, you know, if you can get your $100 up and you want to become part of the One Funnel Challenge, um, like I said, 246 millionaires last 12 months. And uh, last I was listening, uh, they're generating at least one per day. So it's a definitely, it, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. And it's very ethical. It's just a matter of uh, thinking and putting things together in a certain way. And if you're creative and you do that, um, you know, it can it can bring you a lot further than 
just the ordinary way of doing things. Because one of the things I, I wrote on the wall before, uh, and this this actually solidifies that, it says, let me think, hold on a second, let me look at the note. Yeah. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work till you die. So if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you'll work till you die. The trick is to be able to find systems where you can generate income even when you're sleeping. That's the trick. How do I how do I do that? How do I make money while I'm sleeping? How do I have my best salesperson 100% of the time uh, out there for me? Anyways, okay, I'm just rambling on. It's always a pleasure. Great talking to you this evening. Um, we talked about communication and value to people, not adding value to ourselves. That's where the difference is. And be on the lookout for those links. I'll drop them in there. Take a look at his little video. It, it will be worth your time. Is it worth is a hundred dollar investment worth an opportunity to make a million within 12 months? And if not a million, the hundred thousand or 250,000 or 500,000, but it's not a uh, get rich quick scheme. Remember that, but it's just a new way of marketing. Thank you and have a good night.